So let's review. The Mishnah concludes its description of the Nazar's purification process. Zak the Mishnah. The Shlam is cooked, or may even be overcooked. And then, the coin takes the cooked foreleg together with one of the chalas and one of the matzahs. He plays them on the nazar's palms and performs tenufa, waving them. The nazar is now allowed to drink wine and become tame. This is the opinion of Rebbe who understands that the pasuk of Acha Yishtan Nazar Yain permitting the Nazar in all of his prior prohibitions takes effect Achar Kalamaisim Kulam after all the required parts of the process were performed. On the other hand, Rib Shimon Aimer, Kimitra Nizrigal of Echem and Adamim, Hutra Nazar Lishtis Beyain Ulatamala Mason, Shimon holds that the prohibitions are lifted after any one of the Karbonas were brought. The Gemara quotes this opinion from the Chachamim and they interpret the pasuk of Achar Yishtan Nazar Yain to mean Achar Maisi Chidi. After any one of the components of his purification, based on Xer Shavu with the Pasik, Akhar Eskalchez Nizroi, which refers to a single action. The Gemara now discusses the importance of the Tanufa Amarav. Tanufa bin Nazar Me'akavas. The Tanufa is a necessary component of the Nazar's purification process. The Gemara explains that according to the Chachamim, who hold Taglachas Loime Akva, the purification is valid without shaving. Tanufa Mibaya. Certainly, the waving cannot be more essential than the shaving. Therefore, Rav's ruling must be according to Rebbe Yezer, that just as Taklachas Me'akva, so to Tanufa Me'akavas. Because Tanufa is included in the Pasuk, Va'acha Yishta Nazar Yain, Achar Kalamaisim Kulam. After all required steps are done, the Gemara cites an apparently contradicting Brisa. Zeis Taris Nazar, Bein Sheyeshle Kapayim, Bein Sheyenle Kapayim. The same halacha applies to both a Nazar with palms or a Nazar without palms. The Gemara assumes that the Brisa compares yesh lekapayim to ein lekapayim, in that both can complete their purification without tenufa, because tenufa ein ma'akavas. Now, the Chacham already know this from the Acha Yishta Nozer Yain, Achar Maisi No one particular action holds up the purification. Clearly, this pasuk, Dois Teres Hanazer, is needed to teach that even according to Rebbe Liazer, tenufa ein ma'akavas. The Gemara responds that the Brisa actually means to compare ein lekapayim to yesh lekapayim. And that both must perform tenufa. A nazar without palms is obligated to use his arms instead. The Gemara proves this from a similar b'raisa. The same Allah applies to both a nazar with here or a nazar without here. Here too we must know in which direction the comparison is intended. We can determine this from the following b'raisa. Nazim and Mairut bishami oimim enetzarach lahaver ta'al Bishamay say that a bold Nazar does not need to use a razor. Basil say that he does need to use a razor. And Yavar he must pass a razor over his bold head in lieu of shaving. Ravina and Rav Pedas explain that. Bishamay does not mean that he doesn't need to shave, rather, that he does not need to pass a razor over his bold head because that would not suffice to fulfill his obligation. Therefore, he lacks the means to end his Naziris. According to Lebesil, he does need to pass a razor over his bald head because that would be sufficient to fulfill his obligation and end his Naziris. Now, Eben agrees that Taglachas Makavis. Shaming holds back the purification of a Nazar. They're only arguing whether there is a solution for a bald Nazar. 
Therefore, the earlier Brisa must be comparing Ein Leisar to Yesh Leisar. And Ze Yavar Leitar Al Reisha, Ze Yavar Tar Al Mortai. And that they are both obligated to shave their head. Similarly, the Brisa regarding waving also requires that Tenufa Ma'akeves and requires waving in all circumstances as if the Nazar has palms. The Gemara records an alternate understanding of the Machlekes Beisham Ebesil. Omer Abavina, Ma'it Tzarech Lebesil Tzarech Ve'in Le'takana when Basil say that he needs to shave, they mean that while he is indeed required to shave, he does not have the ability to fulfill his obligation because to pass a razor over his bald head does not suffice to fulfill his obligation. Bishame, on the other hand, hold in a takana. He does not need to shave because passing a razor over his head is a valid fulfillment of the obligatory shaving. We can draw the same conclusion from this version of the Machlekes as from the previous one. Everyone agrees, the shaving holds back the purification. And so the Brayster regarding Tenufa is understood in this way as well. Tenufa Ma'akeves, the waving is a necessary component of his purification. Zak de Mishnah, Gilach al Hazevach Menimtza Pasl, Taglachasai Pesula. If he shaved after one carbon, which is generally acceptable, however, the carbon subsequently became Pasl, his shaving is also invalid because it did not follow a valid carbon. All the other karbanas are also disqualified because they were brought while he was ineligible since he shaved before bringing a valid carbon. He must wait until his hair grows again and then bring his karbanas. Similarly, If the khatas was brought not for its intended purpose, thus rendering it invalid, The Mishnah continues, if he shaved after bringing the oila or shlamim with the wrong intentions, even though the carbon is still valid, however, since he does not discharge his obligation with it and must bring another carbon, it is considered as if he shaved before his carbon. However, Although he must bring that particular carbon again, the shaving and therefore the other carbonas as well are valid. The Gemara explains that Rib Shimon holds, Gilach al Shalmin Nedava Yatza. The carbon is considered a Nedava, and the shaving may be performed after a voluntary shlam as well, because the Pasuk says, Alashar Tacha Zavach Shlamim, referring to any carbon shlamim, and does not say Al Shlamav, referring specifically to his obligatory shlamim. The Mishnah concludes, Vim Gilach al Shlashnan Venimtse Echenmen Kasher. If he shaved after all three karbanas, as long as any one of them was valid, the shaving is valid, and then brings the karbanas that were invalid. The Mishnah Daf Memzayin discusses the impact of Toma after the Nazar brought one of his karbanas. If he became Tame after bringing one of the karbanas, he forfeits his Naziris. Tesis explains, Rebeliezer follows his earlier opinion that the Naz's prohibitions are lifted only after the entire purification is completed. Therefore, it's as if he became at the end of his term, but before beginning the purification process. Now, we learned enough Tezayin that Rebeliezer holds that Toma, after the completion of the term, forfeits only seven days. The Gemara therefore explains that the Mishnah does not mean that he forfeits any days, 
but rather Seisri Karbanaisa, then he must bring all the Karbanas again. On the other hand, as Taisis explains, when he becomes Tahar, he brings the rest of his Karbanas. However, the carbon he already brought is valid because the Chacham followed their earlier opinion that as soon as one carbon was brought, the prohibitions are lifted. Therefore, the carbon he already brought is valid. He merely has to wait to become Tahar before he can proceed with the other Karbanas. The Mishnah concludes, Amrulai, the Chacham brings support to their position from an incident. Where after bringing one carbon, she went to see her dying daughter and arrived after she died and became Tami. She was not required to bring that carbon again. We have completed the sixth parak of Masech Nazar and we'll begin the seventh parak, Kohen Gadol, in the next daf, Be'ezras Hashem.